I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. This is Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census took place while Cyrenius was governor in Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone into his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angel had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Lindsay, that is the true and real Christmas story. It's a new beginning. Yep. It's the story of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I have news. He didn't remain a baby. <laughs> he grew That's up right. and entered into his public ministry at the age of approximately 30 raising the dead, cleansing the leper, healing people of all types and descriptions of diseases, preaching the good news of the gospel of his heavenly Father, saying, the works that I do, you shall do also. Praise God, and greater is he who's in us than he that is in the world, because he went to the cross to cut a new covenant for his shed blood in the remission of sin. He took the stripes on his back for your healing and mine. He was crucified, dead and buried, but he didn't stay dead and buried. On the third morning, he rose again from the dead, shows himself alive to hundreds of people. Then he ascended to his heavenly Father and poured out the Holy Spirit. This is the beginning of the story, Lindsay, of literally our lives. You know, I think about something as you were reading that that just seems like expect the unexpected. You realize that Jesus was born in a manger. Yes. King born in a barn. Because there was, there was no room for them. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords born in a barn. That was unexpected. A humble That's beginning. not exactly what you would look for in a king. That's right. When you think about Isaiah the prophet who prophesied the birth of Jesus, who prophesied the Savior coming, keep in mind Isaiah was kind of a mess. And when you look at something like the sixth chapter of Isaiah and in the year that King Uzziah died, you know, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Isaiah we think of as this amazing prophet and he was an amazing prophet. He prophesied 
the birth of Jesus. But that's not how he started out. He said, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a, uh, among a people of unclean lips. And here he is, the most unlikely, the most unusual, the most unexpected. And yet when God got a hold of him, when God was able to use him, you know, if they looked at Isaiah in his first form, the way he was, kind of a little, oh, uh, you know, a little stinker. And when you think about that, why would he be the one that God chose to prophesy the very birth of Jesus? When you look at this baby in a manger, why would you think that this would be the savior of the world? You know, sometimes we're looking for things in all the wrong places, in all the wrong packages. And I think the thing I would like to say this Christmas is expect the unexpected. Yes. Expect God to use unexpected people. You may be the unexpected when God begins to use. You may be the one God calls to do this or to do that, to go here or to go there. God may place somebody in your path. Maybe it's somebody um, that you're looking to marry and it turns out that God has a different plan. Maybe it's someone that you're really not looking at and God has a different plan. Or maybe it's job related. And it may be job related. It may be finance related. It may be be health related. When we allow God to be God, He can use the unexpected. He can package it. He can produce it. He can do it any way He so chooses. He can birth it. He can name it. He can place it any place He so chooses. And I want to encourage you, especially this Christmas time, rather than looking at what we think, let's look at what He said. Rather than looking at what we think, let's look at what He said and expect God to miraculously bring forth maybe the unexpected, maybe his own miraculous into your life this season. You just remind me of a scripture, Lindsay. In all your ways, acknowledge, acknowledge him, him and he will direct your path. This Christmas you may be saying, well, I don't know, as Lindsay said, I don't know what the future holds. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I know who holds the future, God Almighty. And I look to him as the source of my total supply. And this Christmas, Lindsay, as we prepare in just a week or so for a brand new year, mm -hmm. I set my faith for 2017 to be a great and mighty day in your life, a great and mighty year. I'm expecting the miracle power of God. You, you mentioned expecting a miracle, Lindsay. I believe in expecting miracles. It was God who spoke to my father many years ago and gave that phrase, expect a miracle. Lindsay, that's a, that's a catchphrase to this ministry all these years, that we have a Bible right to expect God to do the you know, unexpected God, and miracles in our lives. Then God gave him expect a new miracle every day. That's right. And, and he said He brought like, it down to today. Yes, and he said, one every day, and the Lord said, as if one would just bankrupt heaven. And I got the greatest <laughs> chuckle out of it when your dad said that. And, and it was like, you can only have one because two might bankrupt heaven. No, no, you see, the birth of Jesus was, his mercies are new every morning. You know, we can renew our mind daily with the Word of God. There's something new every morning. There's something daily. We can expect a new miracle all the time. Expect, expect, expect. Expect God to do something miraculous <laughs> in your life. You know, when the Israelites were out in the desert, God provided manna every day. Every day. Except for on the Sabbath, and He provided double on the day before. Uh -huh. Well, if God can provide manna for the children of Israel, He can bless He can bless you. He can pour out His blessing on us, Lindsay, because He is a God of blessing. He, he wants us to be blessed. Deuteronomy 28 says, I want you to be blessed. 
Blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out, blessed in your barns and your stores and your houses, blessed and in your family. And it even says blessed in your baskets, which yes. to me, that's the overflow. You not only got blessed in all these other places, you had baskets left over for yourself and maybe to share around. Like the little boy who, With the who 12 who's baskets, a the loaves fish and, and bread that fed the, the multitudes and there were 12 baskets, baskets left over. He wants you to be blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out, above and not beneath, the head and not the tail. But not just so that we can say, look at us, we're blessed. No, it's so that we can become, become a, a blessing. blessing. We, we give our hearts to Christ so that we can live for Him and be a blessing in the lives of others. And I believe we have that ability. What we have to do is tap in to His supernatural. And as we tap into the supernatural power, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God, sometimes I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a fix-it person. I'm kind of a doer. I'm not one to sit back and say, oh, well, let's just wait around. I tend to be a person that likes to contribute to helping. And, and, and you lift things that are too heavy for <laughs> you to lift. <laughs> Ooh. And, and as I've been that way my whole life as a child. You know, something needed moving, I'll just pick it up and move it. And I am that kind of a doer. And so sometimes for a doer, that personality, to sit back and say, let God do it. Well, after having done all the Bible says, it actually says in one translation, after having done all the crisis demands, stand therefore. Sometimes there is a time to do your part, and then there's a time to stand back and let God do His part. Sometimes we could try to do our part and God's part. And sometimes we don't want to do anything and just expect God to do it all. But there's a part for us to do, and then there's a time for us to let God do His part. Our part is to believe and to pray and to sow seed and to expect a miracle. And God's part is to do the miraculous. So as we do our part, I believe that catapults us into that place where God does His part. And we can expect the miracle, and then I believe God will perform that miracle. And here's one more scripture that just comes to my heart as Lindsay's speaking that great word from Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal, heal their, their land. Lands. I pray over you this Christmas. I pray for this to be a blessed time for you. I pray for healing in every area of your life, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, and for you to realize that Jesus is the source of your life, and He is the reason for this season. Thank God for Christmas trees. We, we have a Christmas tree. Thank God for presents. I have nothing against that. It's wonderful. But Jesus is God's gift to us. Yes. And I praise Him, and I give Him all the honor and give Him all the glory. I want to remind you, the Abundant Life Prayer Group is open all day, all night, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. If you need prayer, you can email us, earlroberts.com. You can write me. I will always pray, and I will always write you back. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.